In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents. Madam Speaker, Madam Vice President. You want to hang out with us? Get your vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine. And so I went to Human Resources. There are some things I just can't tell you uh, on air. The Betches Sub Podcast. A woman's problem, if you will. Hello, I'm Amanda Dugerman. I'm Elias Morales. And I'm Millie Tamaras. And this is the Betches Up Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. We are super timely this morning. As of moments ago, we have an infrastructure bill. Whoa! <laughs> Something they passed the Senate. We I did know. it, Joe. <laughs> I know. That's crazy. I have questions, but I want you to do the recap, Amanda. All right, all right. Let's do the recap, and then we'll we'll pose some questions. So the Senate just passed this bipartisan infrastructure bill we've been talking about for ages. It voted 69 to 30 with 19 Republicans, including Mitch McConnell, joining wow. all Democrats to pass the bill. So what started as the – this is what started, if you can remember, as the American Jobs Plan – Remember that this is actually supposed to be that it's the same thing. It was originally a $2 trillion bill. It is now about $1.2 trillion with mm. about $550 billion in new spending. Sounds a lot like my wedding planning. <laughs> the bill Don't I know it. Yeah. The bill, as we've mentioned, was it was ultimately spared some of the more ambitious climate and childcare elements Biden originally proposed. We specifically discussed charging centers that would eventually eliminate the need for greenhouse gas emitting cars and replacing all of the nation's lead pipes. We wanted to do all of that. We only did a little bit of that. This is super frustrating because infrastructure and preparing it for climate, also not even just preparing it for climate, just not to fall tomorrow. It feels like something we should not cut corners on and progressives Mm -hmm. are, are starting to really say that loudly. Plus, there were also some pretty big racial equity provisions, such as connecting like primary roadways to communities of color that were also just completely scaled back. So in recent days, some more progressive lawmakers have said they will block passage of this bill in the House. As we said, the Senate just passed it unless Congress enacts its $3.5 trillion reconciliation package at the same time. They're also spooked by some previous comments Biden has made that anything negotiated in the bipartisan talks would not be up for debate in the reconciliation. And moderate House Democrats this week, they wrote a letter to Speaker Nancy Pelosi expressing concerns over that bill's impact on the deficit, but saying that the standalone one should not be held up because this is urgent. So far, Nancy Pelosi has been with progressives on the view that they won't vote on the Senate's infrastructure bill until it also shows them the reconciliation bill. But in any event, there are some standalone Republican votes, believe it or not, for that standalone bill. So it could pass, even though some House Democrats don't approve it. It's just causing uh, quite a bit of infighting uh, this week and probably into next. But Nancy can decide if it comes to a vote or not, right? Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. yeah, I mean, I agree with the position that, like, the House shouldn't take it up until the Senate shows them that infrastructure bill, because... When we're talking about all these bills that we want passed, like, you know, 
voting rights and all that stuff. The House has passed all that stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's the fucking Senate that Mm -hmm. holds up all of the progressive legislation that has been passed Mm -hmm. through the House. So I think it's only fair for them to hold up some moderate legislation until they show Mm -hmm. us this other bill. And also, like, I think AOC pointed out like that this bipartisan group of, you know, senators, um, they're all white, not one person of color was on this thing. So like nothing that they were advocating for, like, of course, all the stuff that benefits communities of color across this nation were the first to get cut. And and with and and again, like, I totally agree with the progressives of like, well, if you're going to cut our shit, is there a plan to get anything that we want in, you know, and um, who cares if it's, if it's bipartisan, but it's whack, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm not even sure what this, you know, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see what this covers. I love, I love like there's some interactive maps, I think on the New York times showing like what has been cut from this. Oh, cool. Um, Yeah. But it's, it's also just like in one end, it's like, it's shocking and cool that, they got Republicans to agree on anything at the other end. It's like, at what cost? And I mean, I think this is literally the the issue with the two party system is that there's always going to be uh, concessions because we as Democrats are divided, you know, because there are, uh, there are some moderate ones that will fucking don't give a fuck about people, you know, marginalized communities or women or anything. And then there's others who are really, you know, sleeping outside for five days for eviction moratoriums. And those are all the same party. Yeah. I mean, the fact that there were no people of color negotiating makes this all pretty icky because I feel like for weeks I've just been reading about, oh, the senators are having another wine soaked dinner negotiating what, what what will be on the cutting room floor. And I'm like, oh, so all the whites got in a room and was like, let's chop that, 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 that seems yeah. like, I feel like in the only reason it's so frustrating that like whenever anything is bipartisan, nobody likes it. And there's like, this has, this will make an impact, but it's like, how much was trimmed? It's like, what is the, I feel like the motivation for each each side in the Senate, at least on this, was just to have something they could say was bipartisan for the midterms. Like, that's all Mitch McConnell wants. That's something that Biden definitely wants. And yeah, I that hadn't even occurred to me this morning, at least. Like, we're usually always like, oh, well, the House has to do be really conservative so that the Senate doesn't get scared. But like, the Senate's done. They did it. Like, they passed it. Mm-hmm. And now it's our turn to, like, mm-hmm. hold it hostage, frankly. Yeah, I mean, here's my thing. If this if they pass, I mean, they did pass this bipartisan bill. If it does come along with a good reconciliation bill that actually gets through some like serious priorities and fixes some of the things that were taken out of this meeting and Biden is taken out of this new bill and mm-hmm. Biden's able to get his bipartisan kudos, then I'm honestly fine with that. Yeah. But I'm kind of in the same place with the house where I'm like, I need to see the receipts on this other bill. I need to see this actually go through. And if they actually deliver on that, then I do think it was a well done strategy to do. Mm -hmm. We have to actually see it. What Cuomo resigned. (gasps) What? What? 
Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my I can't god. believe I was even. Oh my god! And I was talking about something so boring. I did not think that that oh would fucking happen. Oh my god! You guys, he wow. knows that we go live at twelve, and he was like, "I don't want those bitches talking about it today." Oh, those bitches! Oh, bitches! Oh no! My wow! God. Wow! I did not think he was gonna do it. I said on this podcast that I didn't think he was going to do it. I started to think he might when Biden my heart came is out really fast. <gasps> oh my god! All right, so New York has its first woman governor. Holy oh, shit! I wasn't even I wasn't even thinking about that. Oh, who's going to govern now? <laughs> Fuck! Who's the governor? <laughs> oh my oh, god! Oh man! Okay. I mean, I did see as we were going to record this that he was saying some wild shit. And I was like, oh, of course he's on TV again. He was saying something about like the lines have been redrawn. I don't know. It's not my fault. Holy shit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Here it is from one minute ago. It's not even trending on Twitter yet. That's how breaking this news is. I saw that it's trending, but it's not like the first or second. Well, well, I was reading that. I was just reading about how he exploited the Me Too movement. It's fucking mm-hmm. crazy with the timestamps and everything of like him doing. And I haven't even really, I mean, admittedly, whoops, sorry. I haven't even <laughs> really read like the detailed, detailed things. I only know the, the broad report. strokes. Yeah, the report. Yeah, I don't but, think the average person should be expected to read the report. Yeah. I just know that he was like harassing a state trooper and basically like in between press conferences with the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he was harassing women. Yeah, I mean, um, yesterday somebody, an ally of his, resigned from Times Up because it's like, yeah. well, this is this is not this is not well, that that was one of the parts of his like weird, creepy statement with all the pictures of him kissing people. That, that was so bad. You should have quit before I, that. I mean that, but the, one of the parts of that statement that like creeped me out was when he was talking about how he was like, I know. I knew that one of my accusers was a survivor of sexual assault. And I was just trying to make sure she was having healthy relationships. And like, oh, yeah, God. like he said that he only was asking her, like, if she had a boyfriend and stuff, because he wanted to see if she had healthy relationships. I mean, it's as crazy as him being like, but I'm Italian. Like, it's <laughs> it oh just fucking sucks, dude. Like, because it's so many things went wrong there, you know, mm-hmm. and like so many you know, moderate Democrats were not supporting Cynthia Nixon because they in they retrospect, were fucking... Miranda is always the best character in yes. every way in Sex in the City. So I'm gonna read a little bit. This is what I mean, I think this is literally what like Sammy predicted yesterday and what many have, which is that he's not saying that he's not admitting guilt or anything at all. He's just saying that he doesn't want this to consume government. He said I'm a New Yorker born and bred. I'm a fighter. And my instinct is to fight through this controversy because I truly believe it is politically motivated. I believe it is unfair and is untruthful. And I believe it demonizes behavior that is unsustainable for society. Ugh. So congratulations to Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul. Hochul. Yeah. Hochul. See, I don't even know. I Exactly. I think it's Hochul because Caitlin has pronounced it Hochul and she is obviously queen of New York politics. That's Maybe. true. If Caitlin's pronouncing it Hochul, then I will uh, defer to that. But well, how long is she going to be governor? What a mess. I think the election. I mean, it, yeah. And yeah, he said he doesn't want to uh, cost taxpayers millions of dollars with an impeachment trial, which also he just doesn't want to be publicly shamed by 
like any potential allies he might have. I feel like this sets him up to just go away quietly. And then like some people will hire him to consult for them. And absolutely. And also, you know, some New York progressives were saying that even if he did resign, he should still be impeached. I don't know if that's like possible, but that's what they're saying they want. But like they Mm -hmm. really hate him, you know, and like (laughs) for the first time, like, I mean, New York politics right now is super, super progressive. Um, It's like one of the most progressive, like, state legislatures we've had. So they're all like, get to impeach this bitch. (laughs) Like, he doesn't have any Republican allies either. You know what I mean? They're not going to go, they're not going to go easy on him, especially like all the socialists, all the DSA, like, candidates. Mm -hmm. Like, I've just been seeing them for the past few weeks, like, really not let it go so yeah um, i another thing that gave me comfort was uh the head the the woman who created time's up tyrana burke Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. she was just like you know look i don't feel bad or guilty for working with cuomo like Mm -hmm. when you have the ear of somebody in power you know you you have to use it and unfortunately this is like our society and I, I, I was just thinking about that today because yeah. like people can use this as an example of like oh well d- everyone's a hypocrite we shouldn't even be advocating and stuff but yeah I know, generally yeah. yeah I generally agree that like I don't think it's fair to villainize or punish women for men's bad behavior yes like, there it is a fine line because of course like if you're complicit in it and you're around, I don't think it's a good enough excuse to be like, well, that was the only option, like changing it. Right. Like if you're but, Ghislaine Maxwell, it's not going to fly. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like if something, yeah, there's, there's a lot of the, like he, he tried to claim that too. In his earlier statement, he was like, don't blame, don't blame the women who are just hard bosses. I just, can you imagine this? Like what if this Lieutenant governor had absolutely no gubernatorial ambitions and she's just like, motherfuck. There's a pandemic. This state is like, we got a lot of shit. We got a lot of shit. I mean, this is this is very um glass cliff, which Absolutely. is this which is in case for people who don't know, it's like this idea that women only get these leadership roles when things are collapsing and then it kind of gets like they get because hired of as the CEO as the yeah, like men destroy the company and then they bring in a female CEO at the very end and then are like, oh, she she didn't fix what we have been doing wrong yeah. for <laughs> decades. I mean, yeah. And it is kind of, I mean, she wasn't, uh, <laughs> she wasn't appointed of her own volition, but yeah. it is interesting that it's like, yeah, New York gets a female governor for the first time ever. But why? Because the old governor sexually harassed 11 people and there was a 270 page report about it. And also she gets to inherit a pandemic. Have yeah. fun. I'm super, yeah. I'm, I'm starting, Kathy. yeah, I'm starting like, to feel mm-hmm. a genuine sense of relief though. Like it's like sick and it's so upsetting to have yeah. a sexual, we, we know we, it was four years of our lives to have a sexual predator in, in charge. Yeah. And he had ex- to go. yeah, he had to go, but, but I had accepted that he wouldn't because. Yeah, me too. And honestly, I feel like you don't think she, I, I, I feel like yeah. if you were even closer to him you mm-hmm. would think even less that he would fucking quit totally so. exactly i mean yeah 
Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. All right. Well, I, I guess we'll, um, we'll return to discussing the governors we plan to discuss <laughs> today <laughs> and come back tomorrow so with all of the implications on the podcast. Oh, I know. I, know I mean, me too. obviously he was like, I got to get it in after they start. Otherwise everyone will know anyway. <laughs> all right. So COVID corner, I was just thinking we went daily on this podcast 18 months ago, calling it the Corona cast. I and know we still are. So the U.S. is now once again averaging over 100,000 new COVID cases a day in a country where vaccines are free and so readily available. They're expiring. Mm-hmm. I read like eight to 11,000 vaccine doses expired, I think, in Alabama. This is disgusting. Disgusting. That's 11,000 <laughs> lives in, you know, yep. India or something. So outbreaks in the Southeast and Texas are still at emergency levels, as I said, nearly a year and a half into the pandemic. And despite the wide availability of vaccines, governors in Texas and Florida are directly responsible for some of these deaths. Uh, many students in Florida, they return to school in Tallahassee tomorrow and other parts of the state next week. And Governor Ron DeSantis has spent the last several weeks feuding with desperate teachers and educators trying to save children's and their own lives. 
uh, but banning them from requiring masks. As of Sunday, at least 135 children were hospitalized with COVID-19. The CDC has advised universal masking in schools, regardless of transmissions rate. That's just a thing. I mean, kids under 12 do not have this vaccine. Some superintendents have openly defied Ron DeSantis and invited him to come after them. And he plans to. He announced yesterday that he will withhold pay Mm. from education officials who violate his orders or implement mask mandates. So if you live in Florida, your children's health could depend on whether your superintendent can sacrifice a paycheck to keep them safe or is willing to speak out against the governor. Right. The famously well-paid <laughs> teachers and administrators at a school, at a Florida public school. You know how they have banked all that cash so that they can miss a paycheck. You know, and there's so much hypocrisy here, which has been like pointed out. But like these Republicans are like, get the government away from my guns and all this dumb shit. But something like the Daily Beast article that's discussing this is like pointed out, like I grew up in Broward County and only 32 percent of Broward County residents voted for DeSantis, you know, and they're a city really hit hard. And honestly, DeSantis only won by 32,000 uh, people, right? And one of the like, th- there is all this fucking weird shit with ballot boxes and uncounted votes and stuff. And a lot of them were in Broward County. A lot of them near where I grew up, mostly black and Latino area. Like yeah. this motherfucker was is not supposed to be governor, and no. now is fucking like r- ruining the lives of people he does not care about. You know, others for again, and I mean, I think this is a complicated. Or like this was the fucking like barometer or like whatever of good governor, bad governor, because Cuomo, at least, you know, he's fucking harassing women. But at least he'll say like, yeah, you know, we should try to do. And there was efforts in New York state to try to get the vaccine like distributed equally. And in Florida, DeSantis, like they, they made the same statement of like, more white people are getting the vaccines. We're only doing vaccination centers in white areas. You know, this and that. Um, He fucking doubled down and was like, I'll take away the vaccines from everybody. You know what I mean? Like, he's just a dick and he's trying to, like, it's just crazy. It's like, I wish, it's hard for me to swallow this knowing, you know, where I grew up, seeing my community. And then also like, knowing that like, it does trickle down, you know, all this shit of like, well, the governor's not acting like it's that serious. So I'm not going to act, even if they didn't vote for him, that's like the mentality, which is really discouraging. Yeah. I was listening to like somebody on a podcast that was saying part of like half of the reason to return to something like universal indoor masking is just like bring back the vibe that we're masking and it's serious. Like it's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Also this, so he's like, he's now invented this new cause that's like parents' rights. And suddenly parents are like, great, parents' rights. I don't know if he's like trying to ride on the... Guys, we need a new word for like critical race theory in schools since that's not actually it. But I feel like they're having success like calling that the debate. Like, what do we call teaching this? Is history? it just teaching, teaching history, history in school? History. History. Great. Teaching, history. teaching actual history that's true. Right, it, right. I mean, it's, this is the, the oldest play in the book. This yeah. is you tell parents they're messing with your ability to take care of your kids. Yeah. Satan is taking over uh, preschools. Like it's just the, you, you mm-hmm. rot riling up parents is like 
one of like Republicans bread and fucking butter. Like they just freak out white parents and make them angry Mm -hmm. either because they think someone's not protecting their kids or because they think someone's infringing on their own right to put their kid in harm's way. But it's it's exactly what he's doing. And it it does work. People get Mm -hmm. fucking crazy when they're like, you can't tell me how to tell you can't tell me that my kid has to wear a mask even though the school could tell your kid that he has to wear pants the yeah or like your kid that he's not have spaghetti a shirt on. straps exactly not the even can t- the school can tell your kid to wear all sorts of stuff the school could institute and you can tell your kid to get vaccines <laughs> they well, can. there are schools first of all there are schools who are like you can't have braids you right. know you yeah. can't have oh. pink hair if we want to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. braids is like another racist thing, but totally. like pink hair and all that shit. And like to Elisa's point, this motherfucker is like actually playing by the Republican book. It's the parents. And then when Biden was like, listen, if you don't fucking care, get out of the way. And he's like, now they're blaming COVID on the Southern border. Florida yeah. surrounded by water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, what are you? Fuck you. Well, I mean, it's it's outrageous. And we were talking about it today in our group chat. But like he's selling merchandise based on it, like like fucking beer cooler koozies or whatever that say don't Fauci my Florida and people are fucking dying. And the other one says, how do I drink a beer with a mask? You take it off. That's what we're doing here. I wear masks in the restaurants and then I get a beer and I take it off and I drink yeah. the beer. I you mean, can like, also slide a little straw under your mask. I do it all the time. Drink all <laughs> the time. All podcasts. <laughs> drink a fucking beer at home. Drink like, a beer that's at home. the thing. That's the thing. Drink it at your like, house. If you don't want to fucking wear a mask, if you don't want to get a vaccine, if yeah. you then, but the, here's the thing. I mean, this is like a, a whole other thing of like, they want to do whatever they want, not have any regard for anyone and not be judged for it, not have anyone say exactly. shit to them. And it's like you can't have it both ways. You mm-hmm. can do whatever you want to say, whatever you want, but then so can other people. And they can do that about you and think that you're a fucking asshole because you yeah. are. DeSantis even wants to give parents money to send their children to private schools if their school forces them to wear a mask. Good. Let them. They can't fucking read in private school. I mean, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'll take that Get back. Get them away from everybody else. I yeah. mean, you mentioned you mentioned his margin of victory, which like is definitely sketchy because of what you said and because uh florida doesn't let previously incarcerated people vote and well they did and then they fucking made it illegal exactly the florida who have leaders the people agreed it's okay but the daily beast has a headline today that florida's covid death toll now exceeds desantis's margin of victory Mm -hmm. desantis as you said he was elected in 2018 with a margin of victory of 32,000 votes and now florida's official covid death toll is 39,695. Honestly, by the time I'm reading this, it's definitely probably over 40,000. And like, this is not, it is accurate that like, I mean, there are a lot of old people in Florida, so probably not all of those people are Republican voters. But if Republicans are telling you not to wear masks and you like that, and then they're telling you not to get vaxxed and you like that, you're going to be the one that dies. It's your supporters that are going to die. You are not going to win. And I, but he's not even responding to that like some other leaders have. Well, also, too, like, it was so fucking annoying to see the New York Times be like, oh, well, Ron DeSantis won COVID back in March because he didn't fucking follow the rules and not as many people died. And then everybody, 
again not to bring up I'll, I'll just say new york yeah. state with all the regulations and stuff like a lot of people died and they're saying like well look at them they're following the rules and look at how many people died i would say now like now it's evened out totally like now like the the fatalities in new york is way 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 less and and florida and all these other states have increased so much that like it has evened out into like how many people sure. died in the beginning versus how many people are dying now. And it's just even worse now because people dying in the beginning, like there was no recourse. We didn't know anything about the pandemic. There were no vaccines or anything. And now we know so much and there are vaccines. So it's like so fucking senseless and stupid. It is completely senseless. Yeah. Joining him is Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who's obviously a Republican. He issued an executive order in May. Same thing, barring school districts from requiring masks, as well as like other government entities. So instead of really thinking that, Abbott yesterday made a plea for out-of-state help as the state he leads has run out of hospital beds for its COVID patients, including children. Last week, an 11-month-old girl with COVID had to be intubated and airlifted 150 miles because she was at a hospital that couldn't treat children and none of the pediatric hospitals could treat her. Thank God she survived. A county-owned hospital in Houston raised tents to accommodate coronavirus patient overflow. Hospitals that do have enough beds don't have enough nurses. So the state is appealing for healthcare workers from out-of-state to come help. If you're an out-of-state nurse, like, in month 18 of the pandemic, would you travel to tech? Like, that's, yeah. like, a big moral fucking dilemma. When you did everything, like, right? we did everything. We did everything we were supposed to. Like, even as people were getting mad at Obama, I'm like, this, well, if you get vaccinated, you can have a birthday party. Like, that, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I can't even get into Obama's birthday party. But here's the thing. If you get the point <laughs> is that if you get vaccinated, you get to have your lavish 60th birthday party. Actually, you shouldn't nurses from out of state. I shouldn't have to feel guilty and like think about if this is something that they should do. Not see their fucking family because this guy wants to dick measure whatever. Right. And also, yeah, get me started on Obama's birthday party. You know, <laughs> you know, nobody there was unvaxxed. You absolutely. Not Not one person. Are you out of your fucking mind? That's what also like it was like a funny little meme because um, Erica Badu, who's like, Mm -hmm. you know, has fucking weird opinions, will tell you to drink like drink honey water for everything, you know, super like somebody was like because she did a video from Obama's birthday and they're like, Erica Badu got the vaccine. So now (laughs) you have no excuse. And it's the truth, you know, but also, yeah, like, fuck, fuck these people making a big deal about Obama's when like Trump, how many shit has Trump was talking at weddings in fucking September. Trump made his Secret Service go in an enclosed vehicle with him when he had COVID. I mean, the fact that this motherfucker is saying, please come help us when he has not gotten rid of the. These, it's very hard for me to like keep track of what's going on because I get I'm like I can't yeah. I get confused between mass mandate, mass ban mandate, yeah. ban on mass mandate. Like what the fuck is happening? Well, this guy made it. Yeah, exactly. It's like so you want people to sacrifice and be in the middle of nowhere, like helping your state out when you ban people from fucking mandating masks in right. schools. And obviously, it's Texas crazy. does not is not mandating. Um, 
vaccines. That, that state workers get vaccinated. Another state that's not doing that is Louisiana, which I believe is leading the country in new infections. Leading, absolutely. Lots of scary. I mean, I've just seen Louisiana described as just a straight up statewide outbreak or, or it's definitely concentrated. And they have a Democratic governor who also has not uh, enforced a vaccine requirement for state employees. So still waiting for that. But yesterday he did ask Louisianans to um, fast during lunch with him for three days. He thought maybe that would help and solidarity what? with healthcare workers. Yeah. He just, what the fuck is that? He just, I saw a headline that he was fasting what? and I was like, maybe is this a hunger strike for something? But no, he just thinks that he wants everybody to, to fast and pray with him for three days at lunch in honor of healthcare workers. Well, I mean, to no. be a dem, to be a dem governor in Louisiana, you have to be a little fucking loopy. He's anti-abortion, though. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Like, yeah, is that's it true. Dem? He is a little loopy. Yeah, exactly. Is it like quote unquote dem? But uh, you know, then what if you don't believe in abortion, and if you're asking people to pray, like, what kind of Democrat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, pray the COVID away. Like, what the hell is he talking about? But <laughs> I will say that, like, I think, uh, like, Louisiana is also like has a lot a lot of people are getting are getting vaccinated because of everything like they're i don't want to say leading the country in vaccinations that's not true but like accelerating very accelerating yeah very quickly so like yeah thousands of people and edwards did temporarily reinstate louisiana statewide mass mandate we're just still waiting him for waiting for him to mandate that for government workers so lastly arkansas there are eight intensive care unit beds in the state of arkansas as of monday night Left. Yeah. Left. I mean, as of Monday night, I don't know if they still are because Mm -hmm. the state's hospitalizations increased over a thousand yesterday with 500 in the ICU, half of them. That's Mm -hmm. the largest single day increase since the pandemic began. And Arkansas has a 37% vaccination rate. Last Mm -hmm. week, Governor Asa Hutchinson said he regretted signing a ban on masks in March and asked state lawmakers to reverse it. If only every single medical expert hadn't told you not to do that. Only. If only there hadn't been 18 months of a mistake anyone could have made. Not to fucking do that. How it just creeped, it just crept right up on him that that was a bad idea. Uh, in retrospect, it was a poor choice. It's like Miller said in March, everybody was like, great, it's over. Vaccines are almost widely available. Good job. I just don't know. Do you think that these governors expected their populaces to just get on board with vaccination? What did they not anticipate? I don't understand how like you can you can it's like, do these people not know the power of their words? I really hope people fucking mass sue Fox and all these like misinformation and Facebook too. I saw Facebook was selling. There was like a fucking ad for an invisible, like a mask. Like it looks like a mask, but it's really thin and you can see through. And it, it's, it's basically like mesh over your mouth and it doesn't protect anything, but they're like, here's a mask for people so that people could stop bothering you at airports. And it's like, why is Facebook selling that? You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't think these people understand the power of the words or they thought that everyone's going to take to the vaccine. But it's like, yeah, no, if you're fucking saying that this is a big joke, if you're saying that we should have opened schools and opened things, that shit trickles down. That's what that's what money does not trickle down. But like negative thoughts trickle down and like fucking oppression for sure trickles down. I mean, I just it's like nobody believed how people were saying if we do not smash this now, if we don't smash the curve but it's like it's been a year and a half and we still haven't smashed the curve how 
Well, wow. yeah. and like, it's like, it's, it's in line with what you said, Millie, where in March, people were like, who won the pandemic? Who, which governor had the best performance as if it was over? And public health officials were telling us that. I mean, I remember thinking like, oh yeah, worst case scenario, variants will get out of control. And that's exactly what happened. And like, God, if you live in one of these states, I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. imagine mm-hmm. if you have children in one of these states and you did everything right. And your governor is like, wants to set, I just don't, un- but like Republicans have kids. So this is what I am so confused about. They are fine. Just they, they genuinely, like oh, really, Ron DeSantis, like he went to Harvard and Yale. He knows this disease is deadly, but he's just fine telling people. He got the vaccine. He exactly. didn't get the vaccine and his kids will be homeschooled. That's what I mean though. And that's, that's the thing is like, they need it's just hard because it's like I don't want to think I'm I'm smarter than anybody or anything like that. But like they need these culture wars to yeah. get keep voters because the populist and like socialist and progressive policies are very popular. So they have to make up. Oh, the b- migrants are fucking bringing COVID. Oh, critical race theory. Oh, COVID. They're taking our rights. And it's just like. It's so sad that people can't see through this, you know, like see reality for what it is. Yeah. And it makes me like, like going back to what you were saying about like DeSantis's kids. It's like these people know that if they got COVID or their kids got COVID, that they would go to the best hospital and a a bed would be found for them or a doctor would come to them and they would be, you know, the same. It's like when fucking Trump got COVID and it was like all hands on deck, all the best doctors at Walter Reed injecting this old ass man with steroids until he beat COVID. And it's like most with experimental drugs. Yeah. It's like millions of dollars worth too. Yeah. And like airlifting him places like these are not like this. It's also part of this, like, elites versus regular people divide where it's like these Republican governors who are putting this shit in place, like their kids aren't in danger. They're not going to have to do this. They're not the ones who are going to die. It's just like numbers that they see on a board. Like they don't really care. Right. And I feel like this is foretells what makes me anxious about this is that I see that this is probably exactly the way that the climate crisis is going to play out because Ron DeSantis is going to be able to get himself to safety. He's going to be able to build whatever kind of house he needs, buy whatever kind of car he needs, move wherever he needs to go so his family can survive in the event of catastrophe. It's the people who he is killing and suppressing who don't. And I'm sure he is. I mean, I don't know, Millie, is Ron DeSantis doing anything to prepare low-income communities and where they live for sea level rise? No. And then also, like, it's a big fucking, like, the state government that's all in Tallahassee Mm -hmm. and like South Florida is literally eight hours away in a car, nine hours away Mm -hmm. in a car. They have no relation, like no relationship with that shit, you know? And you know what? Texas is similar. So I wonder if that's like part of what's going on here. It's just like the range of people and life experiences in the state are so different. Well, yeah, that it's just so like, yeah, they're, they're not going to see the effects of any, I mean, but that's always been politics that, and that's the criticism 
of, you know, back to the first story of like this bipartisan infrastructure deal or whatever is like, that's always how this country's been governed with a group of white people, rich white people from all over the country gathering around, you know, they may say that some are Democrat, some are Republican, but you know, it's always been, oh, over wine or whatever. Oh, we can get over our little differences and have this fucking whack compromise that really doesn't help or change anything, you know? But mm-hmm. I, there are people who, from different backgrounds who ha- have ran for office and those are the ones that are getting excluded from these talks. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's really interesting of like, yes, it's this great monumental thing, but like that has how ha- that's been how politics has always worked. And that's even what Biden, I mean, that's what Biden represents, right? He's like, oh, well, back in my day, Republicans and Democrats could get, you know, together and have this and that. But it's like, yeah, we're more polarized now because we've seen the effects of those of governing that yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, grim. grim it's going to be a grim couple of weeks. I mean, like the Surgeon General Vivek Murthy has been saying, it's like we have a rise in cases and then we have a rise in, in deaths. So things are going to get worse. I'm glad we got to all experience that moment of jubilation together, at least if Cuomo was yeah. deciding. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, is he will. gonna make a speech? Like, I think he did. I think he did. He, did. He, did. So, uh, he said, "I'm gonna get oh, out of the well. way." Yeah, yeah. I'll be going. I'll be off to watch that then. Yeah, sounds <laughs> good. Until the end of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales, and I'm Millie Tamaras. And this is the Betches Sub Podcast. Bye. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore SUP on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to SUPPod at Betches.com. Betches.